Okay, so I was saying that while you have the uh, founders who are operating in a certain fashion, you also have investors to deal with who have expectations around growth, around momentum, around traction. And not always is it measured in terms of retention and those metrics. And the network effects illusion is not just a founder's problem, it's also shared in the ecosystem. So, and you've been working with pretty seasoned investors on that side. So, how do you navigate expectations there? Uh, you mentioned you have a very supportive board. So, how does this whole equation and dynamic play out? Yeah. So, I think one thing that we have to be very clear from day zero is what's the end goal? Hmm. And what are the baby steps that will get to a path where you can start cruising and whatnot? So, so basically, you have to break your journey for them. And many of them understand. What they want to understand is what is your way of building? So, I think... Um, they have seen multiple journeys play out, but it's your company, it's you who is building it along with your team. So hence, you have to play out the the way in which you are going to build it. So for us, what we did was we, um, of course, they were able to understand what is uh, what could potentially be built here. So hence, they are with us on this journey. But what was also important for me was to was to explain them about my approach on how I would want to build this particular company. Mm. And what is the time horizon I would on which I would want to build this and and what's the kind of impact I'm looking at. And then what I explained them was what's a um, as per me, this is the way we should approach it, where I explained them the the uh, the role Srimandir app is going to play for us to be able to solve for the for the bigger vision that we have mm. and how that um, how that should be approached. Sure. So I think that conversation happened over many, many monthly calls, over many, many monthly updates. And I kept on reinforcing that particular mm. part to them at all points in time that, hey, why we are doing this and why we are not doing this. Mm. And I think because they have seen stories on all sides where uh, there were growth stories with leaky buckets, there were leaky buckets early on that fix themselves and whatnot they have seen all kinds of this right and once and, and they they will think in patterns right once you start telling a story and you say hey, this is the approach that i'm going to have they will be able to uh, understand it very very well and of course right uh, uh, and and then they'll second your method of building it so for us i think what we told them was that hey even though there are five people who will come our way here's the approach that they, that we are taking here are the fundamentals around which we are building comp the company. Here are the key principles that we will not break at any point in time. Um, things around user trust, things how, around how people perceive the app, things about their love on the app and whatnot. Things about how we will treat them uh, in this whole process and whatnot. And also other things around it is how we actually defined our key rules on how we would want to play it. And then we also explained them what is an important metric and uh, what is it that we should absolutely chase and without which it's, it it will all fall out. So sure. I think that particular agreement with respect to what is that great stage and what will that look like on all aspects, be it qualitative or quantitative, helped us uh, bring that massive alignment hmm. on how we look at the market and how we would want to crack it. I think that communication becomes important, and you have to you have to make sure that you do it many many times for them to be able to register it, respond to it, and and then I think but, yeah. Takes a lot of conviction on your own part to have uh, to be able to hold that ground for that long, and and somewhere or the other you made probably a choice to temper your growth down a little bit because you had access to capital to go from let's say five thousand installs a day to hundred thousand installs a day, but you chose to kind of do it a little more or you know a little more slowly than uh, you might have, 
and that's a conscious choice you made. So this is kind of where an investor might wonder you're sitting on capital and you're not growing fast. Why are you doing this? And that's where your conviction is what kind of came into your support and helped you navigate this conversation. I think they have taken an 8 to 10 year bet and mm -hmm. they would know that uh, when it comes to the growth of the app, uh, you build, build, build and then there's a period when you just, just scale like Lower. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think uh, many of these people have data points from across the globe and they have seen this particular part of build, build, build. So they understand where we are uh, and they also understand if things get right, this particular part is also going to Which happen. This is kind of, you know, you mentioned this part around our uh, previous conversation, the hockey stick timing and yeah. when and how the length of the hockey stick is going to be. Uh, what what seems to happen a lot is, you earlier also mentioned around seed funding used for something, Series A being used for something. What we see happening a lot is people with probably, you know, slightly more than a pre-Series A trying to chase the hockey stick growth without a real substantial clarity on either PM upon network effects. Uh, probably a lot of first-time founders, probably a lot of investors who feel that retention is solved as a later problem or who have a bit of a mixed picture around network effects. 